Okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna ignore that. I, I, I don't. I don't know what game you're about to play, but I, I'm gonna ignore it. Oh. Welcome in to Georgia Bama coaches. Y'all are doing well. Today we're gonna talk about a couple different things. First of all, how are you guys doing? I, I I I don't start the podcast with that as much as I should. How are you guys doing? It's a wonderful day to be a Lakers fan. Oh, okay. So it's a wonderful day to be a LeBron fan. All days. So speaking of that, we uh we had the NBA restart. What are you guys' initial thoughts? I'm excited. Um, the Lakers are going to win everything. Quite easily. Like, I don't know quite about that. That's, if, that's, that's, a tough, that's a tough sell right there, my man. Whoever wins the West between the Lakers and the Clippers is going to win quite easily. I'll give but you they, that. Well, that. I don't Western see how the Clippers conference. are going to win when the hell. I mean, they're more concerned about strip clubs and hot wings than, you know, playing basketball. Have you been in Magic City? I've, I've heard those wings I'm are married, really good. I, I heard they're wings. I know nothing <laughs> For the record, I don't either, but you know. You know, black men you know. don't cheat. So, you can't. I don't know what that is. But, yeah. I I think the Clippers um, have the potential, if everybody's clicking, to be one of the more dominant teams, even better than the Lakers. Um, I hope the Lakers win, but I also hope the Lakers lose because I don't want to see Braun win anymore. But you know, I'm a Lakers fan, so I got to for the Lakers. Deal. I don't think he's going to be leaving, even if they do lose this year. I know. I, he's not leaving. I've been here. saying, I've been saying since they signed LeBron to trade LeBron and capitalize on his worth. It's not to say he's not a bad player. He, he's got you know, a no trade clause. It's not going to happen. He doesn't. He doesn't. He does. That's, that's the one. What? Mm-mm. Well, I mean, it's because you signed a he signed a max deal. You can't have a no trade clause with max deal right now. Ah, uh, okay. I just and besides, they don't own like yeah, like he like he doesn't. Wait, the Lakers they they now have his bird rights, do they not? I, I think after next year, after next year they have his bird rights. Yeah, right. So once they get his bird rights, then he can sign a no trade. He clause. can sign right. Oh, uh, okay. If you want my honest opinion, like obviously I'm counter to whatever that guy just said. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. You have a generational talent, you you don't give it away. Like even if it's, you know, something, you know, minuscule or second rate like Durant, you know, you don't just give it away because it's not working. And like I said, LeBron is actually working. Then you and need to you talk to Jim Mersey because apparently he doesn't understand that concept. Jim Mersey is an idiot. We we already covered this last week. He is the dumbest. The dumbest billionaire I've ever seen in my life. We see some dumb billionaires. Yeah. Current president, you know. But, you know, who's saying that? I don't know. I'm not saying that. But, you know, we're not trading LeBron because it doesn't work. We're trading LeBron because in the future, after next year, and he signs this extension, and he's about to be, like, 40 years old playing for the Lakers, they're going to be absolute trash, just like they were when Kobe 
sign his no, ridiculous contract. They're really not. They're really not. You, you're putting your, once again, I mean, we're not going to get into this argument. My last comment that I'll say on this, and we can go back to what we were talking about, is you can't compare somebody who has legitimate longevity. Kobe started having issues with his body year 14. And you know this because mm-hmm. he was getting blood transfusions in Switzerland, you know, which was mm-hmm. that non-FDA approved, you know, treatment in order to sustain his career. LeBron's not doing that. I mean, in all honesty, if you're 40 and you're giving me what, he, right now he's averaging 20 and 11. Like if, if he's 40, he's giving me 17 and 12. I mean, that's in all honesty, a whole lot better than what the hell Kobe was doing when he got to year 20. So just saying. Five got rest undefeated. Yeah, you're right, but he's LeBron is kicking his ass right now. Just saying. You're right. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Father Time is undefeated, but LeBron is kicking his ass. Like, seriously, it's almost like, you know, like Tom Brady. Well, no, nah, let me stop. I almost, almost messed up. <laughs> don't almost don't, don't give up. him any praise now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go, God. I can't, I can't wait for him. <laughs> don't lie to yourself. You love all those false mind people that call themselves the greatest of all time. I don't know. This is probably the probably one of the best receiving cores he's ever had to work with. No, it is. And once y'all figure out that he can't call his own game, I'm going to be so happy. But he's got a good coach now. He's got Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians is a solid coach. Yeah, we know Bruce Arians is a solid coach. Bruce Arians is a solid coach. When's the last time you've seen Brady be able to complete long balls down the field, though? It's true. Think about this. That's true. Like, think about this. And it's not because he hasn't been what? able to. It's like when his receivers, even though they the were receivers. Awful, yeah. There they we were go. getting they were still getting separation on certain no, they plays. Weren't. Yes, no, they, were. they weren't. Yes, they were. No, they weren't. So you didn't watch that Tennessee Titans game. So when Tom Brady threw that last interception, that receiver didn't have separation. And Tom Brady I mean, if just, you're, if, his arm if straight. You wasn't. Wanna, if you want to point out one instance. To be fair, I believe he was trying to throw on the run and so sports arguments, so that that's I mean, let's be honest. Like that's that's hey, that's he's missed he's Mr. Clutch, right? He's Mr. Clutch. He, he was mean, a player. Well you he, know he, good well that no matter how hey, clutch he, he is, you needed it. Can't you throw needed, on the run. No, so I'm just saying you can't put that away. Go. He's the goal. He had he, okay. had, he had the ball in his hands with enough time to go on a game-winning drive. He I thought he was going to get it. He couldn't even throw Eli Manning pass, for God's sakes. Because Eli Manning, just he made a deal with the devil for a couple seasons. It's, it's, hey. I don't condone I'm, it. I'm glad to hear I'm glad I appreciate to hear the results, I'm glad to hear you say that. Remember when you used to argue with me that Eli was the better Manning brother? Yeah, that was just to get you going, man. JT, you believe that with all your heart. No, seriously, oh, that no, was just like to get you, you, no, you You was like all oh, these daughter friends. Eli's got two Super Bowls. Eli's got two Super Bowls. He's better than Peyton. He's got more. He's more clutch than Peyton. Bull. Statistically, he was actually. He had more more fourth quarter and overtime comebacks. And at the time, he did have one more Super Bowl. And you know me, you know my my mantra. You can say it. It's okay. I'm choking. Anyway, let's get back on topic, guys. I can't believe I'm the one that's saying that. What the hell are we supposed to be talking about? 
the NBA restart. What 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 are your thoughts? You know, what do you think it's, of the how the the quality of the game, the differences they have, the what they have to keep in mind when they're doing all this stuff, the fact that the Clippers are up by thirty seven, and it's the end of the third. Right. They've already dropped a hundred points three quarters into the game. <laughs> well, I know at least for me one. First and foremost, shout out to the NBA for, you know, everything that they're trying to do for their their social justice activists right now. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Black Lives Matter, that movement, that's real good to see an entire league, you know, be completely behind their players. Hopefully another one that, you know, brings in about $17 billion a year will follow suit, even though it won't happen, but maybe they will. But that's the they they are looking to put some stuff like in the end zone, stuff like that. I think they said like, not they're they're not gonna they're not gonna put the Black Lives Matter from what I've heard, but they are gonna put things that are supported. I was about to say Jerry Jones will sell the Cowboys if he if he has to put Black Lives Matter <laughs> in AT and T Stadium. But going away from that, the the bat the the bubble game right now is probably like the best comeback of sports that we have right now. In all honesty, the competition is good. Um, actually, getting the players back out there, the scrimmages were real good before you started the actual like you know season back up. And despite what you know other people say, I think that you know this is going to be considered a real like I think it's going to be considered a even harder championship to win based on what these guys are having to give up in order to participate in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, being the fact that you're not with your family, you're really out of your comfort zone, you're not able to interact with your loved ones and all that stuff, which is, you know, a lot of times that's the only thing that keeps you sane during a time like this. I mean, we all know that coaching, hell, like, imagine if you couldn't be around your wife or your, like, get, you know, talk to your, your you know, face-to-face -face with your parents and stuff during a playoff run. Like, that junk gets crazy because, you know, Sometimes it feels like you're up against – it's just you against the world and you got those people to fall back on. So the fact that they're, you know, having to pull together, uh, it, it, it speaks volumes to me. And the last thing I'll say before I turn it over to y'all, that's one of the main reasons why I think the Lakers will pull it out. Uh, as you can see, nobody besides the Milwaukee Bucks, it seems like that their superstar is bought in to – the process of being in the bubble and actually winning. You know, you look around at all the other teams, you got multiple reports of guys trying to sneak, sneaking girls in and out of the bubble. You know, you really haven't heard that with the Lakers or the Milwaukee Bucks, like mainly because, you stop, know. Lamar, stop, <laughs> No, stop, Lamar. It's like, geez, I hope Bree watches this. Uh, like, but, but yeah, no, it's just, it's good to see that, you know, like, the my potential favorite and the people that I think are going to win it all, like they seem like they're very basketball focused while everybody else, you know, is not really doing what they're supposed to be doing. So shout out to the best team leader in sports, you know, right now on the planet, LeBron James, for doing that. And hopefully he'll help us bring home another chip. I think more than ever this year, um, having vets on your team and the teams that have been together for a while and have gelled is going to kind of separate themselves from the rest of the pack. So if you're looking at teams like the Raptors, um, the Lakers, 
I would put the Clippers in this conversation only because you, you have two of the top wing players, you know, in the NBA right now and underrated right now, but I think it's going to make some moves in the playoffs would be the Rockets. And then I think Portland, um, they're going to find a way to make it into the playoffs. Teams like this that have um, vets who have kind of played together for a while, understand the playoffs, they're in sync right now. They're tuned in. They're, they're ready to go. And I'm looking at like even a Boston team, which they have Kemba Walker, but you know, most of that team is young guys. Um, you look at how the Pelicans are playing right now. They are atrocious, um, but they don't have that leadership. So I think in terms of predicting of who's going to win the players mindsets and everything like that is the vets are setting that difference and setting an example for everyone. I think it's going to be interesting how it plays out, but you know, Lakers in six. Oh. So, but yeah, I mean, I agree. I don't know about the Portland. Thank you, my love. Welcome. Sorry, guys. You just bought me another beer. Hey there. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Take the beer away from him. (laughs) I wish I had a beer. See, this happens when you get married. And you're not as far along as Solomon and April are. Because even though they, they only got married, you know, two years ago, three years ago, they were married since the first week. They've been four years since you got married. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? It's been it's been four since I graduated. They were basically married. Well, no. Has it been four? I'm only year four. I'm just giving it's, you a hard time. <laughs> so okay, you've been married for three years by this. Three point. years. Okay. Yeah, three, three years. But y'all basically have been married since what the first week y'all are dating? August 29th, 2012. I haven't been with a different woman since I've been 19 years old. That the day you retired crazy. from the game, yes. Yep, yep, yep. You haven't made that jersey yet and got it in the box yet, you know? Nah, because, you know, yeah, my wife thinks that's a stupid idea. And, you know. That's not her, that's not your problem. That's, she's not, it's not her room. Okay. Oh, no, you Grandma. have not been married long enough yet. What? <laughs> see? Alcohol is not good for you, Lamar. Guys, we've got to stay on topic. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So, JT, how do you see this playing out? Um, any – do you think it's going to go the way it's planned right now? Milwaukee makes it out of the East in between Lakers, Clippers. I mean, I, I, I would say absolutely for sure. Uh, the only team that might beat out Milwaukee just because – Milwaukee doesn't seem to really do a lot in the playoffs. Is Toronto? I mean, I mean they don't have a superstar really right now, but for some reason they keep winning. Uh, and Canada seems to have things figured out that we haven't, you know, in the past couple months. But that's a different story. Oh so, wow! But, you mean like how to bring COVID numbers down? Yeah, I know, right? Oh my god! You mean you mean stay your butt at home? And wear a mask whenever you go out? Like, it's not a good idea to have kids in the building at schools? Really? Uh, uh. Really? But, you know. Y'all are talking to somebody who's been at work this entire uh, quarantine. I've 
been in like in the office since March. Yeah, once again, yeah, not a good thing. But yeah, I I I think if anybody's gonna gonna come out of East and not be Milwaukee, it would have to be Toronto. Toronto. I mean, there's nobody else there. I mean, yeah. I mean, Miami's not gonna do it. Still solid on the Sixers, guys. I'm sorry. The Sixers are the only team equipped outside of Toronto to compete with Milwaukee. Yeah, but I, Ben I Simmons is actually hitting threes in the bubble. Okay, you know, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. I just think that the maturity level of the franchise, not just the players on the team, but that franchise as a whole, is not a championship maturity. No, I understand. I give you that. I'm just saying when we're talking about just strictly personnel, no, we're no. talking about personnel. If we were playing, if we were playing 2K and we're doing a 2K simulation, yeah, I, I'd give it that to you, 100. percent I think defensively they match up well. I think their the 76ers' issue is their offense, and if you're gonna ride the Ben Simmons wave, um. That's great and all, but you're going to need some shooters because when it gets down to the wire and you're going to need somebody to make a shot and you're depending on Ben Simmons to drive and kick the ball out and they're playing tight defense, I I just don't see I how that's that. going to work. work I well. agree with that. So I, I, as good as the 76ers potentially could be, I don't see them doing well during this bubble, at least not against the Bucks. They may win the first round. But yeah, I'm saying my my thing. Those are my top three in the East. Top three in the East are the Sixers, the uh, the Raptors, and the Bucks. And the Bucks. In the West, it's got to be the the Lakers, the Clippers, and the surprise team that everybody keeps forgetting that I think has a better chance than any than the Rockets. Then Utah. Then everybody. It's got to be the Mavericks. It's got to be the Mavericks. The Mavericks okay. are the Mavericks are the are in the top three. Doesn't show it record wise, but if you look at their offense and you look at their personnel, they are like that close. They they're literally one shooter away from being like astronomically better. So you're saying that they're the I, team that catches fire. If this what if I, I could give that to you, if this here's was my thing. single game. Not that series. But hear me out. Here's my point on this, okay? We already understand. We're taking the Lakers and the Clippers out of that, okay? Right, okay. Move them to the side. We're not talking about them. Put the Mavericks up against any other team in the West. Okay, let's take – let's take – what's his name? Let's take the Rockets. Okay, let's take the Rockets. Uh When is the last time James Harden has done – Anything relevant in the playoffs? I'm I'm just asking you. Since two thousand, since two thousand and seventeen, James Harden in the regular season he is a demigod. When he gets to the playoffs, the man is less than mortal. Like he's Achilles that had his the tendon ruptured like already. Like it's wrapped. You know, it's not even close. Russell, Russell Westbrook, yeah, you know, Russell is more of a dog. He can facilitate. But let's be honest. When you don't have a center, 
Your center is literally, uh, what's his name? Not Tucker. DJ Tucker. DJ Tucker. DJ Tucker. And you got size on your team, and you have the ability to use that size effectively, similar to the Lakers. Like, I'm not saying putting Boban out there because then that's a a big misadvantage. But, like I said, if you do put him in there for, you know, 12 to 14 minutes, like, all it is is a numbers game. Can we hit more twos than that mismatch three that we're giving up? You know, and from what I've seen, the hell with analytics. If your name isn't Stephen Curry, Seth Curry, um, basically anybody with the last name Curry, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, you know, to some degree, I'll even give it to J.J. Reddick because he's a decent shooter. There's nobody out there that's going to consistently hit a jump shot like that, a three-jump shot. I I don't think that, that that's the case. So that takes Houston out. When you look at Portland, I love Portland. I love Damian Lillard. I love C.J. McCollum, and they might be firing on all cylinders. They're going to have to play the number one seed anyway, so we're not even going to have yeah, to worry fair. about them. They're 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 destroyed. Then you go to Utah. Utah almost lost to, to the Pelicans, and the Pelicans are getting destroyed by the Clippers right now by forty plus. So they're done out of my head. You got yeah. the Grizzlies who are too young. That I mean, yeah, Luka Doncic is young, but you still got Seth has been in the league for six years. Prasinkas has been in the league for seven years. It's, Dallas just has a better team overall than the yeah. than Memphis. So that's why I say to me personally, outside of the fact that you like, I understand James Harden is a great guy. He's a good player. He's a he's an all star, but he has never we. I can't pull one moment in playoff history that has made me see that you know. James Harden deserves to be mentioned in that LeBron, Kobe, you know, Michael Jordan tier class that he is going to take anything over. In my opinion, if you're asking me who gets the last shot and I'm the head coach of the the Rockets, I'm giving it to Russell Westbrook over James Harden. That's just my opinion. Russell is, he's fat. He doesn't have a better shot, but he's faster. He's stronger, and he's going to get to his spot more effectively than James Harden does. He always has. So with that kind of uncertainty on that team, I just don't see how they can be a good bubble team. I, just, I, don't, I don't see how they can be. What I'll say about the Rockets, um, I think where they get seeded will determine how, they, how well they do. That's fair. So if, if the Rockets end up seeded against – a Denver or a Lakers squad, um, or if they go up against one of these two teams, they're done for. Um, and that's only because they have bigs that the Rockets can't, you know, they just can't contain. But if you look at the other teams, you know, you have Rudy Gobert on the Jazz, but let's be real, the Jazz are terrible. Oh, the Jazz. Um, yeah. The best um, player on the Clippers, team is Joe Ingles. The Clippers don't have a center for real. Like they have, um, what's his name, Zubak, but what's he doing? Um, Dallas, you know, Dallas is a good team, but it's not like their bigs are not manageable. PJ Tucker and even uh, Robert. But he, PJ they're, Tucker they're, can hold Christoph Porzingis. Porzingis isn't banging in the paint. 
That's well, that's my point. It's not about He's, banging in the paint. We're talking about you put a six eleven unicorn behind have, a six foot four, six foot five shooting guard playing center in the they, NBA. They still have Robert Covington that they signed and picked up uh, right before the trade deadline. Robert Covington's like six seven, six eight, and he can still defend. He just wins the wing. Hold up, Sola. Hold seven? up. He's, He's he's not Porzingis isn't the type of dominating in the paint sort of player that like someone like Anthony Davis or one of these centers are. You know, you get what I'm saying? Like it's like um imagine Porzingis. Draymond imagine Draymond Green guarding Porzingis. Could okay. he not manage okay. could that, he not but manage here's what I'm saying it's, though. That that's the that's arguably one of the one of the top front runners of defensive player of the freaking right. past decade. You know, you can't but use I, Draymond Green as an example. Solo, like, if you I'm take saying, somebody average, then I, that's all solo. I'm saying. So, so I'm saying it's not some sort of exploit that they're going to target nonstop 24-7 because Porzingis is not going to use his size and just bang in the paint 24-7. Like, he is a finesse player. He's, he's skilled, but he is not the person who's going to go and just drop it in the bucket every basket. Like, yes, he's good. He's going to get his points. But, you know, in terms of how they're going to use him in the offense, it's not as bad as someone like if P.J. Tucker was guarding Anthony Davis. And we saw how well that went when he had underskilled defensive players guarding AD just last game against the Clippers. You know what I'm saying? So the Rockets – depending on who they get matched up with, they can compete. Just like they did last year when they pushed the Warriors to seven games. Granted, you live by the three and die by the three. Die by the three. So, you know, if they catch a cold streak, it's a wrap. But I just – I got to go back to this point. I'm sorry. Like, to sit there and say that Porzingis and AD's game is different, that's kind of asinine to me. Like if we be if we're being one hundred percent honest, like the closest person to AD that we have in the league is Christoph Porzingis. Like Christoph can shoot from the outside. He's a mid-range guy, and when he gets into the paint against somebody smaller than him, what I'm saying is this: This is all I'm saying. If I put if I put Christoph in the paint with PJ Tucker. We're shooting seven-foot turnaround fadeaways the entire game. And I will take that shot because we got to remember, Christoph Porzingis is a mobile four. He's a stretch four. Like, he's got more versatility than Kevin Love. He can go out and defend P.J. Tucker if he has to. It ain't like He's not like, you know, Nerlens Noel or, you know, Jonathan right. Isaacs that if he goes out into the perimeter, like, he's going to get – Cross, cross, tween, tween, angles broke, click, clack, and, you know, get a three splash in your face. Like, I just, me personally, I feel like if we put P.J. Tucker or even Robert Coverton in the paint with Kristoff, I literally, I would put, it would be the basic triangle offense. I put Kristoff on the block. I put Seth in the corner, put Luca at the top of the triangle, and we would just play triangle ball. Boom, boom, boom. All, all freaking day long. And I would take Kristoff turning around and shooting over P.J. Tucker any day of the week. That's just that's just me. But like I was saying, uh, 
I still think they can semi-contend. Dallas is a wild card to me um, because they have moments where they they show glimpses of greatness, like when the Lakers played them. And, you know, um, I feel like a decent guard is uh, all that the team needs to beat the Lakers. Just one guard that could dominate scoring because they have nobody defender-wise that can really guard that guard position well. Um, but yeah, Luka that's your cooks. fault for paying KCP $12 million. Yeah, we should have traded KCP and Rondo, but that's another story. Um, but I think Dallas is just a wild card. We just don't know. I don't think Memphis is going to make the, make it to the playoffs. I think Portland's going to come back and, and take that eighth seed. Um, but regardless, unless Dallas moves up in standings, they're going to be going up against the Clippers first round. So would you take Dallas Dallas over the Clippers first I'm round? You, right, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. And I don't care what anybody says because that puts Luka Doncic going up against Patrick Beverly and what's his name? Oh, my God. What's the, what's the super Lua. dark kid from – he was on OKC on Detroit. What's his name? Reggie Jackson. That puts those two guys guarding Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic is, is going to go for 30 every night. Probably well, he's going to go for 30 every night regardless, I feel like, at this point. But that's what I'm saying. I'm mad, but that's what that's all I'm saying. So then you're talking about defense versus like flipping on Dallas. Kawhi is, I mean, that's Tim. I'm putting Tim Hardaway Jr. on there. No one's gonna no one's gonna contain Kawhi unless you're LeBron. I mean, we saw that last game, but that's neither here nor there. Like Tim Timothy Hardaway Jr. can contain Kawhi. He can hold him to at least 2025, which I'm okay with. Paul George. Can't be Paul George. I'm putting Seth Curry on him. I mean, I'm gonna let those two guys. I'm gonna let you, you, but don't don't do Seth like that. Seth Solo. is not his brother. Seth is not his Solo. brother. Seth is not his brother. You're gonna put We're a six. Doing. You're gonna put a six two Seth Curry. He's not six Paul two. George. He's not he, six he, two. He's Seth taller. Curry than, no, like, he's he's taller than Steph. What are you saying? Check the stats. Seth Curry <laughs> is like six two. But you're going to put a 6'2 guard on Paul George. It's not like Seth Court. Seth Curry is like a thick guard, like uh, right, James Harden who has some. We're going to take a break because you know, we're cheap and we don't have Zoom Pro. Please follow us on Twitter at GeorgiaBamaSees. And tell your friends that whatever podcast provider they subscribe to, they can find our podcast. But nah, in my personal sponsors, opinion, if anybody's out there looking to, looking to sponsor us. So, for know. real. Like, if you're an alcohol beverage company, please sponsor us. I will, well, you gotta be good first. Sponsor us, and I will, like, consume any any gifts that you bring our way. But So, we're gonna get back into this. Uh, I feel like we've dissected the, the NBA restart pretty well. Uh, next thing that we're going to talk about is how stupid are the Miami Marlins right now? That pretty much your entire starting roster has contracted the virus. 
because they had a front office guy on the plane to Philadelphia, or was it who was they playing Philly? That's right, they played Philly right yeah. first, mm-hmm. and they had him on the plane with them going to Philadelphia. Yeah, so that's that. What's your thoughts? You know, this season's going to end in about you know a week because Miami right. can't do anything, right? And I'm happy. I get my tickets back, so I might get my ticket money back, so I'm not tripping. All right. Other than money I, purposes, Terry Crews, I mean, everybody hates Chris. It sucks. I mean, like, I mean, it's, it's, it sucks. I mean, because, you know, like, dang, you're taking one more year away from me where the Cubs are actually a freaking contender. So it's like, that sucks. But I mean, if if we're being honest, I mean it's it's not it's not working like it's working for basketball and hockey right now. I didn't even know hockey was still going on. That's crazy. But like, yeah, they're, they're know, quarantining in Canada to do this. Wow! Yet another professional American sports team going to a foreign country because we can't do shit right. Well, anyway, <laughs> oh my gosh. We'll get to that conversation later. Yeah, we'll get to that conversation later. But no, I mean it just it sucks. But like like I said, the MLB they they are they are the master of trying to cut corners. Um, I mean we've seen this like for what twenty five years. Like if you just go down the line, think about all the instances where the MLB is just cheap and they refuse to change because you know it's an older generation still running baseball, if we're being completely honest. Yeah. So it's not really that far-fetched. Older generation running this country, too, but, you know. Yeah. Golly. Thank you, Boomer. <laughs> but um, it, it'll be nice to see, you know, like the MLB, once it does have its influx of, you know, new or and younger, a younger generation. Like, that's why, in my opinion, I understand that the NFL grows more money. But that's why I feel like the NBA is just so successful. I mean, you got Adam Silver, who, I mean, he is old, but, I mean, he has a lot of young advisors, you know, and they are the ones that pump him ideas. That doesn't mean that he agrees to all of them, but having that influx of young energy is just a positive thing for a, what is it called, for uh, an organization of that magnitude. And I feel like this is another instance of the MLB, not just, yeah, the, the Florida Marlins, we, we already know, they're just, they're idiots. They haven't been right in the head since 99, you know, 99, 2000. But, you know, that that is the problem with the MLB in general. You know, think about it. Look, soccer got ready faster than they did. Basketball got done faster. Hockey got done faster. The biggest problem that the MLB has right now is their leadership and their leadership's refusal to change. Now, I might be missing something. I'm going to hand it over to, like, the baseball aficionado over there. But to me, that is my biggest issue with what's going on with Major League Baseball, old people. I think one thing, and I'm going to say this about baseball, I'm going to kind of – say this about football as well. I don't even know how they would have been able to do a bubble um, per se, 
you're looking at a, a baseball team that, you know, you've canceled the minors. So where you normally have teams, if someone gets injured, you would pull from the minor system. You don't have that. So you're going to have to expand the active roster from 40 players. And I think they have it starting off at like 60 on their active roster to begin with. So you have 60 players on the active roster for every team. And there's like 30 teams or 32 teams. So that's like, you know, I can't do math off the top of my head, but um, that's thousands of players. And that's not including coaches, training staff, um, the people that, would have to kind of run the actual games and everything. So setting up a bubble in theory would work, you know, where you have a basketball or a MLS team where their rosters aren't as deep, you know, right. but it would be difficult for baseball. Um, I wouldn't say it's impossible, but it would be extremely mm-hmm. difficult. That's fair. But but to say that if you're going to have the season continue in an open environment, one, the players have to be accountable. And two, right. you can't do stupid crap like the Marlins just did. Right. Like you cannot just, you know, ignore the fact that you have players testing positive and then continue to act as everything's normal. Normal. You know. Um, and I don't know what type of precautions that they have set up for the MLB right now in terms of players. Like if they have to stay in their team hotels or if they could go home every day. But, you know, they're free to move around. And um, we all kind of we all kind of have to remember that they're exposed to the environment. So the same way people have gone off at Lou Williams for going to Magic City, um, the MLB should have that same sort of treatment. And I don't know if they're getting that. Granted, I don't know what the players are doing because, you know, um, who follows actual MLB players in their daily lives? Right. Did you hear uh, the guidelines that the NFL put out now? No. They they basically, all that stuff that's causing – positive tests in MLB, you know, getting girls to come to the room, you know, mm-hmm. go into to Magic City, all that type of stuff. You are, uh, one, you will obviously get fined if you get caught doing anything that's, that's against the guidelines of making sure you do not contract the virus. If you get, contract the virus, and it is confirmed that you did something outside the guidelines, and that, and it's and you it's assumed that you caught the virus because of doing that. You don't get your game checks for the weeks you're out because of the virus. That's smart. Ooh, Ooh that sucks when you're. Yeah. Oh, oh that's play Just don't play games. How about that? JT, now I don't know. Like this, the video part of this isn't going on online, is it? No. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you exactly why that you like you're saying don't play no games. Okay, they need this. I I know. I know what you're talking about. We 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 all need this. No, I don't disagree. But you know what? At this time, sixteen weeks, sixty dog. 
But no, they're not I'm, living. They're I'm, not living I'm, in quarantine I'm from their, for three days. Six. But days. hey, they're not living in quarantine from their families, from their girls. I'm talking. Talk about when I say don't have somebody come to the room. I don't mean call somebody to to hire somebody to come to the room. Or throw a huge mansion. So so what you're telling me is we can't have Lamar's lifestyle right now. Is basically what you're saying. NFL. (laughs) Solo. Time, time, time. This is on the podcast. Number one. Number two, I am 100% 100 faithful. I've not cheated on a girl in my entire life, ever. Now, the stuff I've done outside of a relationship is outside of a relationship. But inside of a relationship, I'm 100% faithful. <laughs> my chest hurt. I'm sorry. I needed that laugh. I'm sorry. Woo! All right. I'm bringing it back. But, yes. Nah, that, I, but, that, the biggest thing about it is, uh, and I don't know. I mean, it, this. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it because nobody else is going to say it. Maybe the league should invest money and like you know just get like a pool of girls i'm talking like just get get a pool of them. so you just, want them to open up a brothel just for <laughs> like the players they, they have so, to have a, a, a then part of the bubble that's, that's what you're saying yes so like just put not, like put a small population of so, men uh, and women in the bubble ask, you realize, ask your wife how she thinks about this uh, so, so you realize they're not going to only have to test for um, coronavirus. They're now going to have to do STD testing because all of these NFL players, I guarantee, we know have it, been bro. passing the same girl around, around. Say, like, same one. And, and look, Clockwork. even though I was trying to say it in a funny manner, let's be real. We all know that they be passing people around like you want. Oh, 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 that's exotic. Hold on, that this one's tangy. Well, that's nice. You know, <laughs> that's all I was mistress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, no, it's like, but I think it's fair. I mean, she's, it's like, you you got to keep everybody else safe. You know what I mean? It's like, if that's what it takes. But I think the, the NFL, um, I don't even take them seriously right now because I've already started receiving emails about um, buying my tickets for this upcoming season. And it's only a $25 deposit to, to secure my seats. But the fact that- I heard they were doing a lottery opening, for this season. Right. And that's, I don't know if it's different for, like, I don't know how the tickets are, but my account manager is already kind of, you know, put me in. But- how can you take them seriously when they're opening up the stadium to 20,000 fans during this pandemic? Right. Um, 20,000, I'm sorry. Like, you, if you look, we, you are able to socially distance in an arena that can hold 90,000, only putting 20,000, is, is it the smartest idea? No, it's not the smartest idea. Is it within the CDC guidelines? Yes, it is. Do I personally agree with it? No, but does it still align with the safety regulations that the health department has come out with? Yes, it does. So do you really yeah. trust the CDC right now? Because I, 
the last time I, I checked, the CDC can no longer put out information that they collect directly online. It's, it's done. Why through. is that? Who, who made That's that not their fault. That's not their fault. It's not, I, you know, when you have that much control, and I, I don't want to make it political, but you're taking control away from the people that specialize in it, you know? That's my yeah, two cents. People, I, they I, consult I, with people that specialize in it. Just because uh, one person swears up and down that their their testosterone count is, you know, through the roof and that they would, you know, have intercourse with their daughter does not make them a health specialist. But once again, I'm not... Who are we talking about? Activist. Who are we talking about? Nobody. What are you talking about? We could be talking about any political figure out there. Hell, I don't know. Don't know. Not a clue. Not a clue at all. Uh, okay, so let's move on from that topic. Obviously, the MLB <laughs> is not going to be going around much longer, thanks to Miami. So we're going to move on to another COVID-related topic, Lingen Patriots. And as of now, there has been seven players, key players, that have opted out of the season. Is this all part of Darth Belichick's master plan to get the next franchise quarterback for the New England Patriots and win another six Super Bowls? No, because no. They, they won six Super Bowls with a backup quarterback. What do they need Trevor Lawrence for? What? They literally won six Super Bowls with a backup quarterback. Who cares if they don't if they don't Belichick doesn't need Trevor Lawrence. He needs an active body that can throw a ball and he'll be fine. So does is, is Cam Newton the answer though? Well he's Bro. a he's going to be the next backup QB to win the Super Bowl apparently. Ooh. Keyword on backup, Cam Newton. He's going to start the year as backup. Oh, I'm sorry. But Cam Newton's actually carried a team of nobodies to a Super Bowl by himself. He just lost, lost to the that Super He lost that goal. Super Bowl by himself goal. also. To he lost the it by, not himself. by himself. He if lost, he would have fell not. on the ball. His he, defense he, was horrendous. Luke Lee, Keith Lee, I, I, Pro Bowl middle linebacker, my foot. My foot. He's a pro I'm go, Don't even get me started on that. They did Cam a disservice. By the way, it, just a little side note, because of that series, I can no longer enjoy 80s movies that include Rob Lowe because Rob Lowe made a bad comment against Cam Newton when he has already been arrested for, like, he said that Cam Newton was a bad role model when you've been arrested for, making, for you know, soliciting younger people, 16 years old, I might add. So who the heck are you to talk about anybody with kids? But I digress. I've always wanted to get that off my chest in a public forum. But we're not going to see him. Glad we can provide that for you. Huh? Glad we can provide that for you. I appreciate it. But we're not going to sit here and act like, no, no. Cam, Cam Newton, is he's that guy, and he's definitely the answer to anybody's struggles. If it were if it, uh, me, personally, all honesty, Cam Newton should be the starting quarterback in Chicago right now. But you know, Chicago's never had a black starting quarterback ever. And I wonder why. Ever. 
and back That's to the Patriots. <laughs> anyways, anyways. And back to back to the Patriots. They are definitely not tanking. Why would they sign Cam Newton if they're tanking? And why yeah. didn't they just trade everybody on the roster and just say, "F it, I'm getting draft picks and calling it a day." Because we know Dolph will do this. It's, oh, this isn't the flake game. This, the this believable the lie. Game. That's all it is. Why didn't I think about the flake but, game when I was going against Tom Brady the last time we were talking? But yeah, no. Because like, we don't do actually any sort of sort of homework before we do this podcast. We just Nah, heck no. Nah, we just go off the rip. That's what makes us authentic. Forget all that. We're not first take. You, y'all pay cable to watch all of them do what they do. You start paying me, I'll come here locked loaded with notebooks full of stuff. But I ain't getting paid right now, so I'm just doing this off the cuff. That's neither here nor there. Me personally, I just I don't think that you sign Cam Newton, a guy who's hell bent. Like I can't wait to see him this season. I'm sorry, I, I I can't wait to see him down in Foxborough, and then okay. So here's what here's the thing: when he dabs in Foxborough, nobody's going to say anything. He gives footballs to kids in Foxborough. It's going to be hunky dory. But I can't wait to see him destroy everybody that passed on him. I really can't. I can't wait to watch him to, destroy everybody. To be fair, the the Panthers did him a disservice by releasing they, him so late no, in the yeah, process. Yeah. Are they on the schedule? I don't think so. <sighs> but um what I I kind of question one thing. If you were in the NFL right now, would you play sure. this year or would you opt out? I'd play. You would play. I play. If you, if you live with someone who could, you know, easily be hurt by the virus, you here's would still what, play. Here's what I would do. Okay, like in all honesty, like are we talking? So if I opt out, how much of my money am I getting? You get a one hundred and fifty thousand stipend for the year. And then your contract just like it's it's like it it breaks it's, and then it'll, delayed, it'll right? move yeah. yeah it'll move to that next year. Boy, no. So so no. it's an easy one fifty k. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Like most of these guys live off one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. But no, here's the what I'm doing. Like, okay, you have to count the cost of everything that you do. All right, you gotta count the cost. My thing is, if you have a situation where you would be putting loved ones at risk, you have to quarantine yourself. Okay, like I said, if you're married and let's say you're not concerned about your wife, but you're concerned about your kids, well, obviously you quarantine yourself away from the rest of your family. Okay, and in that process, if you want to see your wife, you know, by herself or whatever, she can come to wherever you're quarantining that. It's not like they don't have the means to do this. But me personally, just me, out of a strictly financial, you know what I'm saying, money, I ain't giving nobody no money back. That's just not how I operate. So I'm going to do whatever I can to make my check. And, you know, being married to a black woman, you, Lee, how much like How much on the table? Two million? Three million? And how much we going to get in return? What? Nah, you, you need to go over there in the guest house and lock yourself in there and don't come into this house. Okay, lock it up, lights all down, and whenever the pandemic is over, you may come back into the house. But until then, rain, snow, sleet, or hell, you going out there and you making that game check. 
But to play devil's advocate with that, you know how much money they make in endorsements outside of their oh, contract? But we're, they we're, be talking, all right. we're talking about the top, like, 5% of the NFL tops. Yes, I realize, like, a Dak Prescott didn't need to get paid mega money coming out being a fourth-round draft pick because he got paid more by AT&T and Pepsi and by Chunky's Noodle Soup, uh, by Campbell's Soup, my bad, then his NFL check like 15 times over. I get that. But that's for your wide receivers, your quarterbacks, your – I mean, not even – we're not – and that's not even all of your running backs. That's some of your running backs and, you know, some of your middle linebackers. The majority of the team don't – the majority of the players don't have endorsement deals. If they do, it's from local businesses, and those local businesses are probably going to interrupt those endorsement deals because of the fact that they're not generating enough money in order to do that. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, look, like for example, with the uh, with the the Spurs right now, they there's this what is it grocery store chain H E B is it yes H E B that's all in Texas, and every single last player on the Spurs franchise gets an endorsement from that grocery store. Now they are either in commercials or like they show up to the grocery store, you know, sign uh, autographs and all that stuff. Since the pandemic has happened, they have nixed that endorsement because they can't afford to pay everybody you know that amount of money that they that they would have you know what I'm saying so it just depends like yeah Patrick Mahomes isn't going to hurt Tom Brady's not going to hurt but think about the third string running back on the Falcons is he going to be able to survive without his game check probably not He's, they would survive on 150,000 but the thing is, um, say I was a player coming off of injury and my contract's still guaranteed next year, in theory, if I don't get cut, you know, um, why not just take the year off, collect this easy 150K? And if, you know, if I'm high risk, you get a, a whole 350K and then come back next year and then make the same amount of money that I would have been making this year. Because it's like the reason why is because you're counting other people's pockets. You don't know people. You don't know their finances. You're smart with money. I'm smart with money. JT smart with money. I just got finished listening to one of those dead football players that played for the Broncos. He was a running back like five years ago. I can't remember who he who he is, but he signed for one point three million dollars and completely spent all of the contract money in forty eight hours. So because just he, because he, I'm just saying, like he bought a house, two Benzes, and then had to give, had to pay taxes and give his agent the rest. And he was done. And, you know, not everybody, you know what I'm saying? Not everybody is smart with their finances. So I think that a lot of those guys, you know, most of them should be okay. Or, but you never know. Like, a lot of people, just because you make a lot of money don't mean that you save the money save. or invest the money like you should. I think all of the, at least the younger players are going to play. The ones who aren't at least on their second contract. Yeah, they don't have still, that money in the bank account right now. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they're going to play. But, you know, if I'm, if I'm someone like, if I was Alex Smith trying to come back, you know, um, and I don't know if he's playing this year, but opt out, 
collect that check, come back, you got another year to recoup. So yeah. did y'all's uh, Lakers have a, a long night last night down in Disney Springs? Because three minutes in, they're we're down. Not gonna, we're, we're not talking about that right now. <laughs> I ain't going to talk about that. Leave that alone. Why is you trying to bring up bad, you know, stuff that should not be said on a public podcast? Come on now. Don't do that. <laughs> yes, I understand that we've talked about, you know, potentially making a brothel for professional athletes, but we're not talking about the Lakers losing. Okay. Yeah. Just, 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 just asking a question. I mean, it's a, it's an they're honest still question. Win. They, they came they're out still flat. Win. It's okay. The Bron, the Bron paid for the crew last night. Is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Hey, apparently he's got like Cinderella's castle on lock. So, I mean, hey, everybody can fit in that room. That room is gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. I think everybody clowned LeBron because he played like trash that first half um, against the Clippers. So now he's upset because everybody clowned him. But when he did not disappear like the Avatar, when the team needed him most, he made the game-winning basket. Okay, I'm sorry. We're, we're going to talk about this just because of the pure fact. I feel like this is going to give us our best content so we can edit it, snip it, or whatever. Okay, Let, let's, let's, let's bring it up just pull, because pull up we, the we got to. Okay, so where is my Twitter? Let's, let's, let's pull this up. Oh, I got you. Hold on, Solo. Okay, I appreciate it. I need it because I, I don't even remember her name. And she made a big deal about us remembering her name. Her, I still her name is it. number 23 from the Mystics, solo. <laughs> okay, so All basically right. 72 hours ago, 72 hours ago, uh, a Mystics player by the name, name of Ariel Powers was given a compliment by Andre Iguodala, player of the Miami Heat, he said that she's really nice, okay? But, unfortunately, Andre forgot the cardinal rule, okay? Apparently, you're supposed to use everybody's name and you can't use numbers. So, because he said number 23 from the Mystics is nice instead of Ariel Powers is nice, she replied by, put some respect on my name or keep this tweet to yourself. Andre Iguodala responded by saying, no manners. A man after my own petty heart, I might add. That was, that was, that was, that was A1. I'm talking about A1. So I posed the question of, guys, we've all been around sports. We are, we are all still around sports. Do you find the fact that Andre Iguodala called her by her number instead of her name disrespectful why or why not i actually want to hear what jt has to say about this first because i know what the horse is going to say well here's the thing oh god see yep here comes the pc answer right here we already know it's coming well you know as well as i do when you don't know a player's name, you refer to them by their number. Correct. And Correct. when she's straight up tweeting at you, and you—that's just a—that's a choice right there. That's not. That's not. So I, 
froze again? It's 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 you froze again. No. It's it's you know kind of fifty fifty. It, it's if it's iffy. It's just but you know I could see him that he was it was him attempting to do something cute, but hey man, plenty of times you think something's cute, but they don't land right. It don't matter. I mean, you, you look at it. If a girl ain't interested, all the 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 pandering pond that's just creepy. But if she likes it, it's sweet. So it's like it's 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 yeah. A you're damned man. if you do. You're damned if you don't. Yeah. I, I just Here's keep it simple. That's my opinion. Here's what I gotta say about it, and I mean, it's um. This is out of out of all all due respect. If you have ever played a sport, you have been referred to by your number yeah. one time or another. Yeah. Like, in all honesty, people didn't realize this. Before this whole incident occurred, when you Googled 23 from the Mystics, three names came up. Three. So how was he supposed to know if it was even your name or not? Now, the biggest argument out there is that, okay, She's a WNBA champion. She's she's very accomplished in her field. And for that, she is. However, I'm going to tell you this, and I mean this with all due respect. We do not know who you are. We don't know. I was surprised she was verified on Twitter. Like, legit. I, I, and she probably got verified because of this. I didn't even know she was verified. Like it's no disrespect because it's like, yo, when I'm when I'm out there coaching and in the heel battle, I'm not saying, hey, cover name, name, first name, last name, first name, last name is killing. But that's us. a different situation. That's on the court, man. That's not. That's 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 not trying to to shoot your shot on on Twitter, and it's 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 not the same thing. Okay. But at the same time, My, it's like, go ahead. My petty senses are tingling, and you know when I get that urge to be super petty. <laughs> you got seven I'm minutes, glad, so so speak wisely. I'm, I'm really glad Andre Iguodala told her she had no manners, and I feel like after she started retweeting random stuff trying to dis- uh, diminish Andre Iguodala's character. He should have said some more crap to her to put her back into her place to let her know that if you're watching the game and you're like, okay, I'm watching, say I'm watching a college basketball game and I know I don't watch college basketball worth anything or even high school. And I see a player going off and I think someone used the um, example of Dante DiVincenzo, whatever his name is, back when he played with um, Michigan State and they were going on their little run. We don't know who he is up until that moment. So when somebody tweets um, number, whatever he is, is going off, it's no disrespect to them. It's we don't know who they are. And the same amount of effort it takes to tweet or to search number 23 on the Mystics, it's going to 
be the same amount of effort it takes to search Ariel Powers. Because I guarantee you, if he would have tweeted Ariel Powers was going off, I still wouldn't know who the f she was. So what difference does it make? Like, I, I'm really trying to figure oh, out what difference is. does it make if he said Ariel Powers versus um, number 23. And right now, it's not like she's a well-known player. She averages 10 points a game. Ma'am, sit down. You you don't do anything. You're, like, you're not like Sabrina, whatever her name is. Like, no, no, she came into the no. league. She, she, not, she not Brianna Stewart, the only female to win an MVP in the finals MVP as a rookie. She's not, uh, oh, Lord. Mm. Lisa Leslie. She not she's Lisa not Lisa Brittany. Brittany Griner, you're not, you're not, um, what's her name? Uh, Skylar Diggins. You're not, who are you? Who are you? Why? Why are you even tweeting? And then and, you, and you know what? Nerve. If she catches this, she's going to be like, who are we? You know what? The same amount of people that know who you are know exactly why. <laughs> as well as you're known in D.C., it's as well as I'm known in the, in the little tri-city area that I'm in right now. It's like, I, literally, that's how well I'm known is compared to what you are. Like, who cares? Who, like, it, Put it, it would this be way. different. LeBron calling. Go ahead. If if he was calling her out of her name, saying some some off the yeah. wall type of stuff, like he's giving sure. you a compliment, just tweet out if you want people to know your name. And my name is Ariel Powers, and retweet it and call it a day. You know, even be like, "Hey, man, thank you so much." Uh, by the way, this is Ariel Power or something like that. Like, right. I'm sorry. Like, I know I've done it too. Like. Even after a game. So we're not saying in the heat of battle. We're saying after a game. I don't know all these kids up here. And, and like, say, if a reporter comes up to me and because it, it was a ranked matchup, I'd be like, hey, number such and such was the bomb tonight if I don't know the kid's name. Because let's be honest. Like, she one of those kids that you are one of those people that if we were, if we were coaching, like, that was the person in the scouting report that you was just like, okay, you know, they shoot twelve percent from over here. If they shoot from over here, let them shoot all all night long. And it was this that night that they decided to go seven for seven. You know, have twenty one points, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, what's their name? Um, I don't know. So, I don't know. Me personally, it's just like, like if like if somebody came up to me and was just like the coach of you know that that high school team, I'd be like, oh, okay. I'm not going to be Michael Jordan and, like, and I took that personally. We're just going to put some more respect on Andre Iguodala's name. Acting like this man ain't, like, a three-time NBA champion, NBA finals MVP. Like, uh, that's questionable. Let's, let's – he's still <laughs> – in the record book, <laughs> his name is right next to it. He scored. You gotta let that go, more. man. No, I'm not. MVP you don't deserve the final MVP <laughs> for holding somebody to 35, nine and seven. You don't deserve. Okay. But regardless, he can't. Your, your man can't be the finals MVP if he didn't win. Why not? Because Why not? Why? Didn't do enough. Why not? You didn't win. They didn't do the enough. It's okay, okay. You know what? You know what? Let's save this table this next time. 
because we're because once again we're getting the hook from Zoom. They're 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 calling it quits on us. We'll save that for next time. Hold in that anger. Hold in that that pettiness. I know you're good at that. So please do that. Just just suppress it down. But you know, take take the next fight that you have with April. Shove it in there too. Oh my gosh. And then and then you just explode next time we have a we have we have our podcast going on. I shall try. But uh we're gonna call it there. Thanks to our five listeners for tuning in, being loyal to us. Love you, appreciate you, tell your friends. We'll see you guys next time. All right. Don't be like aerial powers. Seriously, don't be petty. There, there's look, unless you're good at it. Be better. All right. See you guys next time. So respect on my name.